listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Hello and welcome to the Lunch with Lloyd podcast without Lloyd. I'm Katie Overy in for Mark all of this week. Coming up, we're talking about what's trending with Vip Patel from Dubai Lad. It's Monday, so that's Markdown Mondays with Monica from Doing Dubai. We also caught up with comedian Liz Baines and local singer Suerte ahead of his concert at the Fridge. Don't forget, Lunch with Lloyd is live every weekday from 11am. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Very good morning to you. I'm Katie Overy, in for Mark. Vip, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. And you? I'm really good, thank you very much. Vip, from the Dubai lad, we're going to be talking about lots of things in and around the UAE today, aren't we? What, um, what have we got first up? I've got here Tri-Wing Jumbo Jet. What's that all about? Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically, um, just looking at all of the viral news, stuff that's gone viral this week, and um, one of them is this um, new design for a jumbo jet, which has three wings on each side. So, basically, it's a tri-wing jumbo jet. It's supposed to reduce um, fuel usage by 70%, and it's also uh, able to land on shorter runways. Um, And this is looking to be potentially the future of um, uh, aeronautical engineering. Amazing. That sounds, I mean, anything to reduce fuel use and obviously save the planet. Is it, 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 do we have one here in the UAE? No, it's still in the design phase. Oh, right. Um, Okay. Something that's trending, it's going viral at the moment. Mm, How many can it hold, Vip? Like, is it a big jumbo? Uh, It's pretty big, yeah. Um, So it can hold um, over 200 passengers, 264. Wow. Do you see how he got his information there? Mm. You you thought you'd stumped him there, but Vip from Dubai Lad knows better than that. I try my best to actually. <laughs> I like that, and I like the way you said, is it is it a big jumbo jet as opposed to the small jumbo jets <laughs> that we have? Um, okay, Vip, that sounds really exciting. Love all of that. Um, what, what next? What have you got for us? So some uh, local news. Uh, this weekend, trance legend Paul Van Dyke and um, Ali and Fila are playing at the Coca-Cola Arena. This is gonna, that is not what Paul Van Dyke sounds like. I don't really like trance music. I was just trying my best there. I'm not, I was never a huge fan of trance music, genuinely. And then I went to a festival in Belgium called Tomorrowland and I actually saw Paul Van Dyke perform, perform live and it was amazing. Um, Ali and Fila, are they local producers? DJs? Uh, well, no, they're not from the UAE, but they are from the Middle East. Oh, nice. Uh, they do have a really, really good local following. Uh, I, I, I really like Ali and Fila. I like Paul Van Dyke. I was at Tomorrowland as well, by the way. Oh, nice. With Paul Van Dyke. And he, his live sets are incredible. It's not just about the music, but the audio-visual display yeah. is amazing. Yeah, just high. Do you, think, do you think, have we raved at the same time, do you think, Vip? I reckon so. I reckon, I reckon so. So, <laughs> so are you going to this, Vip? Are you going to go to this? Yeah, 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 I'm definitely going to go to this. I really want to go to it. And um, I was actually trying to convince uh, a mutual friend of Vip and I's actually, Joe, my friend Joe, to go on Thursday. And he's like, oh, just go with your inflatable giraffe. Come on. No, we do inflatable giraffe. You've got plenty of those. How do you know I've got an inflatable giraffe? <laughs> you got, I would give you an inflatable giraffe because you love them. Such a weirdo. Uh, right, okay, so Paul Van Dyke, that is actually going to be brilliant. And do you know what? It's with the kind of slight easing of the, uh, some of the restrictions and, of course, mm. with everything the UAE is doing with yeah. regards to COVID, I think it's absolutely fantastic that we can have these so, kind of opportunities. You, the other good news is um, at this event, uh, people are allowed to stand. So it's not just 
you have to sit in your seats the whole time. You're allowed to stand. I'm not sure what the policy is on dancing, but for me, it's fine because I'm one of those ravers who I just point my finger up in the air to the beat. So, so you, it just means you... Okay. No, you never used to be like that, Vip. I think it's just because you're getting older and you can't be bothered. Is that what it is? I can Whoa. imagine when you went to a rave back in the day, you were up and dancing. Listen to Poonam throwing no, shade to Vip, our Vip, guests. Yes. Me and Vip, Vip are friends. We're fine. <laughs> no, it's because that's where I am, Vip, too. <laughs> Do you know what, Vip? We're all the same. We're, I'm going to start a geriatric rave, and I think that uh, we could definitely be on something. But you're right. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's... I'm not 100%, and this is very much a kind of ask Serena on the business breakfast, but I think it's where you can stand, you still have to have the space. So if you stand kind of within your space, you are allowed to boogie somewhat. Okay, nice. Well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Well, there you go. And also, that's probably why I shouldn't be going to see Paul Van Dyke, because I said the word boogie. Right, next, Viv, what's <laughs> happening? Uh, yes, next up, we have um, Dubai easing the restrictions. This segues quite well into that. Mm. Uh, so um, it includes hotels, mosques, uh, and events like Paul Van Dyke. So the guidelines for social distancing have been eased uh, in certain places from 2 metres to 1.5 metres. Uh, mosques and other places of worship can operate at 50% capacity, uh, and bars, pubs and clubs are again allowed to open till 3am. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? It's just such wonderful, wonderful news. Are you going to stay out till 3am? Is that wonderful news for you? Me? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm genuinely looking for... I'm, I'm very much a homebody. I just like being at yeah. home, but I am looking forward to going out to you events. know uh, an event and being out a little bit later than 11 o'clock <laughs> and then i can get home have some horlicks and then everything <laughs> will be fine what's next vip uh, next we've got dirty cars so oh. uh, if you have a dirty <laughs> if you have a dirty car in the uae you can face fines of up to three thousand dirhams. <gasps> so keep your car clean now, I knew that there were fines for dirty cars i never knew it was as high as three thousand dirhams yeah, I just want to say this is in Abu Dhabi specifically for okay. the 3,000 dirham fine, but there are fines elsewhere as well. Um, but yeah, it's been going viral. Like, a, There's been some a lot of people commenting that this is a great initiative uh, on our social media and Dubai Lad, um, and a few people who uh, don't think it's such a good idea. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I guess... Um, I have my car cleaned quite regularly, mm. although not as regularly as my, my neighbour. My neighbour has their car cleaned like once a week. I'm like, guys, can we save the planet just a little bit? I think it depends if it's outside a lot, though, isn't it? And if there's a sandstorm it's here, it's definitely going to get a lot dirtier. Yeah, but I guess like what? Yeah, uh, what's the big deal if it's just a bit sandy? Do you I know mean, what I mean? I mean, the cars can feel it because you've seen them on the back of the windows. The cars are right and clean me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they feel it. Okay, so up to three thousand dirhams in the capital. Okay, so keep your car clean, ladies and gents. Next, what's happening, Vip? Oh, I'm excited about uh, this. Actually, I've just seen what's written down. So next, we've got um, Zach Efron and Jessica Albert. They've been releasing a series of videos um, which have basically been tra- like like movie trailers mm. but um, they're about visit dubai uh, and it's it's been a really like unique way of um, marketing dubai as a place to go um, the first one was an action video action-packed uh, we discussed it on last week's show actually and it was like um zach efron jumping off of the um Burj al-arab 
uh, doing a base jump, uh, Burj Khalifa. It was just completely action-packed. This one is more of a love story. I know, I love it. And I really, really like it as well. But she's married. How can this be a real love story? I mean, it doesn't seem real. Listen, I wouldn't put these two together. Regardless if you're married or not, it's Zac Efron. I mean, I'm not encouraging it. But he is a beautiful man. Yeah, but I wouldn't put these two <laughs> together, naturally. Oh, you would, 100%. But I love the advert. And do you know what, Vip? When I first saw the action one, genuinely had no clue it was an advert. I was like, Me too. I don't get what's happening. So that's really yeah. clever, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it, was a, I thought it was a movie that was coming mm. to Dubai the first one. Yeah. So yeah it was, it, it, it was a really nice marketing campaign that they've done there. I, do, I must admit, I do prefer the action one, but that's probably just... Because um, you're a boy? Me. Yeah, being, being a guy. It's very gender-specific, you two. But Come he on. is a boy, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. Right, very quickly, Vip, because we've got to pip, uh, pop off to the to the news in a minute. I've just actually lied. It's not the news at all, but Milani will wave at me if I take any more time up. Um, you've got one more thing. You're going to be talking to us about the exciting news from Emirates Airline. Yes, so Emirates Airlines, exciting news for them. They returned back to a 90% capacity with 120 destinations. So uh, other good news was that they came off the amber list and we spoke about the uh, mm. amazing video that they created at the top of the Burj Khalifa with one of their, um, uh, with, with one of their cabin crew. Mm. Uh, but yeah, now they're back up to 90%, which is really good because um, they've... Uh, struggled a lot over the past um, couple, of, well, year and a half now. Mm. Um, so it's very good news for them. Oh, it's fantastic. And yesterday we actually had Hillary on the show um, who called in because her husband, after being on uh, reduced pay for nine months, is back up to normal pay as a pilot at, uh, at Emirates. So everything's, fingers crossed, everything is looking wonderful. That's what we like. Happy, was it positive mental attitude, everyone? Vip Patel, Dubai lad, thank you very much. Will I speak to you next week? You certainly will. Oh, and I cannot wait. Thanks, Vip. Speak to you soon. Take care, See bye. you, bye. I love it. More from the Dubai Lad next week. Make sure you go and follow them at Dubai Lad. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. And a very good afternoon to you. I'm Katie Overy, in for Mark Lloyd all of this week. And it's been a little while since I've played this. Oh, yes. Monica from Doing Dubai. Hello, Monica. How are you? I'm very well, Katie. How about you? Nice to speak to you again. Thanks very much. Now, it was about three months ago that you said to Mark Lloyd, I really want new music (laughs) and it's still the same music. Oh, I know. Same old, same old. But still, it's definitely me and it's definitely some good deal. That That is true. I will will send him some uh, some ideas. (laughs) You do work. the oh, one between the, the news as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, what do you have for us this week, Monica? Okay, Katie, well, I went through sort of all the deals I was going to speak about, and I thought, gosh, I think I've come up with a byline for all of today's deals. And the byline is something for every pocket and every palette in our fair city of Dubai, a discerning diner's delight. Ooh. So does that give you an idea of what yeah. the deals are connected to? And I, have, I, know it's, I know it's just gone 12 o'clock and I haven't had my lunch, so this will be very interesting. It will be interesting and apologies in advance. So <laughs> let's get down to a deal that is actually a deal for Mondays, which is a very appropriate one to start with, as it is Monday, of course. So, Katie, let me ask you, do you eat mussels? Yes, love mussels. Ah, okay. Well, then you'll like this deal. I was thinking, oh my gosh, she's going to say, no, Monica, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, no. You should know that. But glad to hear that you like Give mussels. me that cream Good. sauce with some onion in there. Oh, nice. Nice. So here's the deal. This might be one for you. Maybe you can go along after the show. 
So we're at a venue, Katie, called Grapeskin. Now, Grapeskin is um, a really nice kind of smart, I'd say quite contemporary venue that's part of a boutique hotel um, called La Ville. And we are in the City Walk. City Walk, yeah, town. love La Ville. City Walk. Very nice. A nice sort of contemporary, low-rise hotel, quite cool, with, with different um, options to eat at. And you can stay there, of course, as well. They've even got a nice rooftop pool um, area and, and rooftop side as well. But we are on the ground floor at a venue called Grapeskin. And here is the deal. So basically, you could have a whole pot of freshly steamed mussels served in a manier cream sauce, as well as like a, a big um, baguette, because you obviously need the lovely baguette to soak up all that, that sauce mm. and the gravy to do all the dipping and stuff. And um, I'm not sure where their mussels are from, but quite often I, I want to say that they're associated with Belgium or France. But I suppose I could find out. So the deal is for the pot of mussels and the baguette, which I think is good to begin with, is just 99 dirhams. But if you'd like to add a bottle of grape to that, and that's not glass, that's a bottle, you just add another 100 or so dirhams. So I think for 195 dirhams, you get the pot of mussels, the nice baguette with all the gravy, and you get your bottle of grape. So that's more than enough mm. um, for two people to share. And yeah, it's lovely. under 100 dirhams per person. Now, the other thing I like about this deal, well, we said it was on the Monday, but it starts early. So if, for example, you've kind of skipped breakfast and you've had a, a kind of really light lunch or something like that, and you want to just have an early dinner, um, or you're going to the opera, which is what we did last week, um, you could kind of do this because the timing starts from four o'clock on the Monday. Oh, that's so, nice, actually. Yeah, so you can kind of go for sort of an early tea, supper, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But if you're a late night person, and like my husband, who just cannot, I don't know, he just really likes his food, he'll have his dinner potentially early, and then he'll be sniffing around for snacks and food later. So it's actually on until 12.30 at night. So you can do it if you're an early um, eater or a late eater. And then the other good thing about this deal before we leave it is if, for example, the person you're going with, um, or if you go in a group, somebody doesn't like mussels or the vegetarian, they could opt at the same time. And it's not like, oh, if you do this deal, you can't do the other deal. You can opt for the three cheeses and three beverages for a very reasonable 85 dirhams. Wow. And then not have the bottle of grape. So you can have the pot of mussels, 99, um, the three cheeses and three beverages, 85. So again, you're under 200 dirhams and um, not drinking too much and serving two different types of palates. So I think that's quite good. What it's, do you think? It's, it's amazing. But also I'm just blown away, by, blown away by the fact you use the word opera and supper in the can, same can sentence. Can I just say something? Monica, every time you describe food, I'd say, hey, go for you know, a bowl of mussels. The way you describe it is like Dubai's version of Nigella Lawson. <laughs> it's just tempting all the time. Okay, we'll just wait till deal number four, Puna. You can, wait till deal number four. I'm waiting for yeah. Monica to be like, you can pop them in the microwave, you know, like Nigella no, said. No, 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 I would never say that. And you should know me better. I would not pop them in the microwave. Microwave. Oh I would pop them in the air fryer, wouldn't oh, I? I love you, Monica. All the Thermomix. Love. That, that, oh, yeah. That's what I use for the sauce, of course. Love an air fryer. Okay, what have we got next, Monica? Right, well, okay. Well, no one can have failed to have um, realised that the Olympics, the fantastic Olympics, are now over. Mm. And look, before we get into the deal, a big well done and hats off to Tokyo in Japan for pulling off the Olympics in the face of all the challenges that, that we've had. Now, tell me, Katie, do you have any idea where the next Olympics are going to be held? Yes, they handed over to Paris. 
they did, and that's 2025. So long, long way from Japan. 2024, is it not? They're still keeping is it. 24? Yeah, they're still keeping it. 21, 22, 23, 24. Oh, right. Okay, Do you yes, see what I mean? Yeah. It's supposed to happen last year. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, Pat yes, Paris are now year. like, oh my goodness, we really have to get things sorted. We've only got three years and things are not back to normal yet. Well, yeah, yeah challenge, challenge to, to Paris. But we are still in Japan, but we're in a bit of Japan in Dubai. So we're at a very posh um, venue and a very nice way to start the evening, actually. We're at the Armani Hotel and we're at their, their Armani Hashi restaurant, which is actually located on the ground floor. Lovely. Um, and I've just been there when it's much cooler weather. So we sat outside and you have that fabulous view um, of the Burj Khalifa. Mm-hmm. And you're, well, you're in the Burj Khalifa thing, but the back and then the fountains and everything else that's sort of in front of you. But um, obviously, it's very, very hot. So this deal is obviously located inside. The terrace will not be open. And what they've done is they've just reopened at the beginning of August after quite a long time. And they've decided to to come up with a, a deal called the Spirit of Tokyo Package. And I called up, and this actually caught my eye. Now, first of all, you've got to imagine yourself at this very kind of swanky um, Armani hotel on the ground floor. You walk in all the way to the back, go to the Armani Hashi restaurant. And you say, hello, I'm here for the Spirit of Tokyo package. And then you have traditional um, table-side kimono service. So I'm assuming that means that your your server, your waitress, will be wearing a a really beautiful Mm. traditional Japanese kimono. And what you get is you get um, something called temaki sushi. Now, I had to look up what temaki was. But basically, it's um, a series, a sort of set of hand rolls. So I don't know if you've ever had um, hand rolls. It's not the long sushi rolls that are cut into kind it's of like ice cream cones. Yeah, yeah, wrapped in the seaweed exactly. paper. Mm. Exactly. So in the in the nori in the in the seaweed, what they do is they make a sort of little cone and they fill it with all sorts of different fillings, and it's all sort of freshly made for you. And then because they're quite hard to to put on a plate, they stand them up in a little stand, and that's called tamaki style sushi. Amazing. So there are three different varieties of these um, hand rolls. You can, depending on what your, your palate is, or you can have like one of each or, or use your combination. You could get um, a spicy tuna one or perhaps salmon. So effectively, there's a seafood roll. There's a wagyu beef one. Or you can have a vegetarian option. So you can just choose from your selection of those. But that's also paired with a signature themed beverage, either alcoholic or non-alcoholic, from a master mixologist. So you're getting the picture here that you're in the Armani yeah. and the hash. I mean, it is fancy, isn't it? It is fancy. Yeah, it's a very it. nice way. So you can have all of those. And if you ordered one of those hand rolls, ordinarily, it would be at least around the 60, 65 dirham mark, mm. for, one, um, mm. mark for one. So here's the deal, Katie. You get three of the hand rolls, as I've described, and your signature drink for just 125 dirhams. So That's a good think, deal, actually. Well, I think it's a posh way to start an evening or if you're not really hungry and you've had a really big lunch and you just want sort of something small or you just want to kind of experience a a very smart venue for perhaps thinking, is this going to be a really good venue for a special occasion that I've got later on where I'm going to drop a lot more money? You're going to say the opera again, aren't you, Monica? (laughs) I was going to say the opera again. I'm so sorry. So we saw Joker actually last Wednesday. Amazing. Have you seen it? Amazing film. And they had the live orchestra playing. I went. And I didn't go to that one. I went to Indiana Jones when it was here a couple of years ago at the Dubai Opera. Okay. Mm. Okay. So it's quite hard scrambling around for places to eat at that quite complicated time. Yeah. Sort of before seven thirty because you want to get there by seven forty or so to, mm. to you know get your seat. And then it finished quite late. It was ten ten thirty p.m. And one or two of the places like Kismet, which was just outside 
opera house mm. and had closed down. And the other Japanese place is all beef and we were going with a vegetarian. So, uh. so that didn't work. So I didn't know about this, but this would have, this would have been good. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really good. That deal is on till the 31st of August. So you've got time for that. Now, you need to go to Great Skin on Monday because this deal is on every day of the week except Monday. Oh, there so you go. <laughs> you've absolutely exactly. so, nailed that. So one for Monday, and that's a different price point, and one for any other day of the week, and that's from, again, 6.30 till 11.30 at night. That so sounds, I haven't been that yeah. one, but I will do. It's no, good, that, you know? that one actually does sound really, really good, and you, you are right. I know I'm taking the mickey about the whole Dubai opera thing, but you're absolutely right. It's a, it is a funny time to eat. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Good afternoon. My name is Katie Overy in for Mark Lloyd, joined on the phone as it is Monday by Monica from Doing Dubai, who gives us all of our latest deals in and around the city. Monica, where can we find out about these deals after the show? Well, Katie, um, as you rightly said, the blog is called doingdubai.com. So people can go onto the blog and click money saving deals and they'll find out about all the latest deals. And of course, we upload the podcast um, from you guys in case anyone has missed it. But the most immediate way to find out about the deals, if people want to be in the know, is to follow Do and Dubai on Instagram. So it's just at Do and Dubai and follow on Instagram. And Perfect. OK, sounds good to me. Right. What else have you got for us today? OK, well, I don't know about you, Katie, but um, I think we're very lucky to have really good ride sharing apps in Dubai. Now, mm. I have Kareem and Uber on my phones. Do, what do you use? Um, I don't tend to. <laughs> oh, Genuinely, okay. I'm. I don't I, tend I, to, or she doesn't have. No, any. I'm designated driver. I I always drive. I very rarely. But if I would, I like. Even though they're owned by the same company, I like to stick local and stick with Kareem. Me too. Yeah, no, I agree. Home. What about you, Poonam? Are you there? I'm a Kareem girl. Kareem girl, right? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Um, I generally stick to Kareem. I like the fact that they're a very, very locally homegrown business. They only started in 2012. And, you know, from time to time, they have little offers coming up and all the rest of it. But I don't know about you. I like offers that are simple. So if it's a simple offer, I tend to use it. Um, and I just tend to use ride sharing apps to get me from A to B. So I don't use them for, for groceries or, you know, to kind of um, get money off a restaurant or something like that. So I tell you what, this is a deal that came through on my phone and I quite liked it. So the deal is... 20% off three Kareem rides a month until the end of December 2021. And this is why I like it. First of all, it's simple. Secondly, it's on until the end of December 2021. So it's long enough for me to remember that I can use it. Mm. Um, does that happen to you? You think, oh, well, there's the deal. And hey, there was something and now I want to use it. Oh, but it's expired. <laughs> yeah. So well done for having it on for, for long enough. And thirdly, it's three rides a month. So I can save up for longer rides because I tend not to drive many places at all. I'm always on my phone. I'm always doing something or the other. So um, if I've got like a slightly longer ride, that's fantastic. I can use it three times during the month and get 20% off. And fourthly, there are no timing restrictions in that don't you get really cross when it's like, oh, yeah, I want oh, to use yeah. that discount. But it's only available, um, you know, outside the time that you want to use it. So it doesn't mm, matter if I'm mm. going rush hour in the morning or a little bit busy early evening to get to the opera. Sorry. Um, I can get the 20% <laughs> off, which I did use it for, actually. But is the there a cap? Because there's normally a cap on these on both Kareem and I, Uber. I think there, yes, I think there is. So if you were going, um, you know, from here to Umal Quain or something like that, there usually is a cap. I think but it's normally my, like 20 dirhams. It's actually not a lot, but it's, it all helps. Don't get me wrong. It all but helps, I know there's a cap. It? So, yeah, there probably is. It might be 20 to 30 dirhams or something mm. like that. But then over three rides, you're still saving 60 dirhams mm. a month, which mm. I think is still 
a good saving. And who who wants to kind of throw away 60 dirhams? Absolutely. So, so I, how do you I get this deal then? Good. So basically, I, I don't know, Listenopedia will have to tell me, I don't know if this is only coming up on my app. I did try and contact Kareem, but that is one thing, please, if you are listening, Kareem, if you want to talk to Kareem about anything other than a ride that you happen to be on at the time, it's actually quite challenging to do so. But I did try and leave a message via leave a message yesterday and haven't heard back. I mean, I suppose I could have tried to reach out via Twitter. But so, yeah, their time. social media is brilliant. They're so good. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so that was my mistake. I didn't reach out via social media. Mm. But they might be listening now. So the simple code is Visa Signature UAE. And I think what it is is you need to have a Visa card, um, obviously, in there that you're using to pay for your rides. And I do, because I don't like fumbling around with change mm, and not mm, having mm. the right money and oh, cash. Oh, that's good. And I handling like the sound the of that one. So Visa Signature UAE, 20% off um, three rides a month using Kareem's. You can use it to get to, to your food deal. That sounds good to me. Now, the last one I've got written down here is just a headline, but I'm very excited by the headline. It says, Dosa time. Dosa time. Do you know what a dosa is, Katie? Yes, and I very much like to partake. You say dosa, I say dosa. Dosa. Yeah, but I mean, if I said dosa, that's like... Sorry, I'm going to go off on one now. It's like when you hear someone with my accent saying, oh, absolutely, and the roads are clear down in Abu Dhabi. It's very odd. <laughs> I know how to pronounce mm. things, but sometimes it's just a bit odd. Okay. Do you know I'll what I mean? You off. I'll let you off. It's like, oh, I hope you're celebrating the holy month of Ramadan. <laughs> Do you know what uh, I mean? Yes, I know yeah. what you mean Dosa. when you did that. Dosa time. Okay. You say it cool. Dosa. You say it in a cool way. Yeah. Thanks very much. And okay, some, people actually say, some people actually say dosha as well. Yes. So they have the sh sound in it as well. Okay. But listen, a dosa is a dosa is a dosha is a dosa. So <laughs> they all taste delicious is what, what we're talking about You say about tomato. Here. Yeah, that's right. But this is much, much more exciting than a tomato. <laughs> so look, I went to this place. I mean, I'm, I'm always sort of seeking out the best dosas. And I'm always asking um, friends of mine who are sort of, let's say, dosa connoisseurs. They're like, oh, Monica, how could you go there? They have too much soda in it. And I'm like, mate, I can't taste the soda at all. But they're very discerning because they've actually grown up with these um, from kind of different regions of India. So they're very, very fussy. So I went to this place called Saravanar Bhavan. Now, Saravanam Bhavan has got lots of branches, not only all over Dubai and the UAE, Katie, but actually all over the world. There's even one, I think, in Leicester Square in London. So they're all over the world, Saravanam Bhavan. They've done very, very, very well. And we've got a branch very near us, which is quite near Mall of the Emirates, sort of opposite the big Lulus in old Bursha side of town. Now, don't laugh, um, Poonam or Katie, but last Friday, my husband and I tried, it was my, my idea, of course, to do some kind of fast. Okay. Everyone's talking about this intermittent fasting. Da, da, da. So mm. what we did is we just had hot water and ginger in the morning instead of tea, did yoga, did not have the coffee. That was the hardest for me. Um, had more hot water and ginger and lemon until 12 o'clock. And then I made a bowl of broth using my pressure cooker with just vegetables and um, things like that. And just a bit of spices and vegetables. Very, very clear broth. So nothing very much. And then by five o'clock, I thought I was going to faint. Yeah, so we agreed we'd have a me. normal early dinner. And we weren't, oh, we were going to have healthy dinner or whatever. We just wanted a normal dinner, but we didn't want to eat too much. Were you going to we the opera? Really... No, no, right. we weren't. We'd already been on Wednesday. Just checking. So this is Friday, Friday. So we went for early dinner and we did go for dosas, which um, I don't think would be on anyone's idea of a fasting day. But it, I felt completely okay about it and I fasted all day. So basically, I think they are definitely part of my DNA. But although I'm Punjabi, which I reckon Poonam is as well. I Poonam am, yeah. Punjabi? Yes, I Punjabi, am. Punjabi, me too. 
I think in my last life, mm. I must have been a South Indian because I love South Indian food much, much more than I like any North Indian um, cuisine. So dosa is, I don't know if you knew, Katie, a very, very typical South Indian dish normally had at breakfast because they ferment the batter that's made to use it overnight and then they grind it up and then they fry it in the morning. So typically it's a rice and lentil mixture that's soaked, as I said, and then they fry it into a very thin crepe style sort of savoury um, crispy pancake that's served with fresh coconut chutney, a spicy sambar curry on the side and some mildly spiced potatoes, which aren't dry, but they, they don't have um, any gravy in them. Now, basically, these South Indians were onto something a long time before anyone else knew. All of this food is naturally vegan, but it's not marked as such on the menu. So any vegans who want to save some money, because lots of vegan places are quite expensive, mm, they can go to South yeah. and Hoven. But what's also really cool about this particular dosa place, and I know there are lots of them all over Dubai, especially Karama side, is they've got a whole menu that's actually devoted to dosas and other types of meals made with millet. So that means they don't contain wheat. So if anyone's on a gluten-free kick, then this Saravanab Havan um, millet menu is fantastic. So oh, you have nice. a dosa that... It's very good. So it looks the same, except it's a slightly darker colour because I think they use... Um, a particular kind of flour that's a bit darker. I mean, and the, the flour is obviously milled from millet, so mm. that's fantastic. Very good for you, vegan. Forget about the key that they use to fry the dota in. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> tasty meter off the planet scale for me. And then basically, this is why it's a deal. So we had two dosas. One was millet, one was normal, which is which is rice and lentils, which I don't think is, is gluten anyway, but I think millet's healthier. The sambar, which is a spicy curry, the potatoes, the spicy potatoes on the side, the freshly made coconut chutney, and two little coffees. Before I tell you the price, I'm going to tell you about the, the coffees. So you can't leave this place without trying the South Indian special coffee that's served to you in a tiny little steel cup, of steel glass, with a tiny bowl that acts as the saucer. And I think intentionally some of the coffee, when it comes to you, is spilled into the saucer, into the uh, bowl. And you can pick up the bowl and drink from it because the glass is too hot. So how much are we talking, Katie? Two doses served to you, very nice place, two mm. coffees. One of them was millet, specialty food, vegan. 50 dirhams. Free, all that. Um, 53, 53, Katie. So you were out oh, by three Oh, I wasn't too bad. That's really bad. good. I knew it would be so low to, because it's you. Yeah, yeah. So we gave him 60 dirhams, including the tip, and he was delighted. And it was really, really nice. Remind I, us of the name and, of the restaurant, Monica, sorry. So, so the name of the restaurant, I have put a picture of both the dosa and the coffee on my Instagram, on the stories, and tagged the restaurant, Saravana Bhavan. And they've got branches in Karama, but the one we went to was in Old Barsha. Amazing. Near um, the Lulus. Yeah, Amazing. So very, oh. very good. Parking a bit, a bit uh, yes, challenging. Yes, I, I park in Lulus and walk across. No, well, you can park a little bit nearer than that. But, you know, at five o'clock on a Friday afternoon... It was hot and when you hadn't eaten, but I felt fine afterwards. And also what was interesting, I loved doing all this people watching. So it was around 5.30, 5.45, barely anyone in the restaurant. And then steady stream of people came in over the next 20 minutes, half an hour. Amazing. And they all looked as though they were kind of, you know, regulars of this restaurant. Yeah, Ooh, and that's what you need. Coffee. Going to going yeah. to somewhere that is absolutely regular, that is perfect. Monica, yeah. thank you so, so much. They've been amazing. Will I speak to you next Monday? I will be here if you will be here. Katie. I will be here. Thank you so much, Monica. That's absolutely brilliant. More from Doing Dubai. Make sure you go and follow her on Instagram. We'll get much... Uh... Now I'm just hungry. Do you know what? I can't even concentrate. I'm hungry. <laughs> this is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. 
Oh my goodness, your jokes are really, really brilliant, and I'm, I'm, I'm like half of me wants to read them out, like just for us, and perhaps not embarrass anyone. But as we do have a actual professional comedian on the phone, half of me wants to read them out for Liz. Hello, Liz. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you, Katie. Thank you for inviting me on. I'd love to hear some jokes. Yeah, well, we, we're so, so pleased to have you. I'm going to have a chat about your whole career and everything. Because you are, I mean, you're a British journalist, author, and then you moved into stand-up comedy, which is brilliant. I want to hear more about that. But I love the fact you've also won awards. Best Act in the 2017 Short and Sweet Comedy Festival in Dubai. That was right, yes. That was my first ever comedy competition, so I was quite surprised to... Uh, picked up a win at that one um and i also i did a, i got through to the semi-finals in a uk contest a couple of years ago as well really so got a little bit of pedigree behind me now no, absolutely <laughs> I, I i love it do you um i'm i'm fascinated by by comedy i love stand-up comedy myself much more sort of the, the british side of it as opposed to uh the american side of it i suppose but what is it that made you move across from journalism i suppose into an actual stand-up comic um well i still am a journalist i'm a freelance business oh, journalist. okay it's, it's very hard to earn a living from comedy in the uae right so many opportunities and and uh, too many people, I guess. Yeah. So I leave that to the uh, the artists themselves, and I make my money still from journalism. But um, I got into comedy by doing a stand up comedy course with uh, Dubomedy. Yes. You've probably heard of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful people. And I probably think 95% of all comics in the UAE have come through Dubomedy. Yeah. Um, and, and they offer you know six weeks courses and at the end of it you have a a graduation show um and 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 i did it and got hooked really so that's amazing and was it because it's one of those things whereby you know when you have that funny friend i i sometimes like to think that's me but you have that funny (laughs) friend and you and i i say to them i was like you should do stand up you need to do stand up but that is a huge leap isn't it it is a huge leap and i think uh what works for me is that I'm also a writer, and I think with comedy you need to be able to perform and write. Um, they often say um, comedians are either a natural performer who can write or a natural writer who can perform. So mm. you kind of need both elements going on, I think, rather than just being the, the funny friend. Yeah. And the commitment to sit down and write. A lot of people are scared by a blank page, so you need to be able to get over that fear. For sure. And is it, they say, don't they, that kind of all budding stand-up comics, I suppose, should have their their five-minute set sort of ready to go, as it were. Was that how you sort of started? Did you have that in your mind? Yes, so that's that's basically what Dubomedy does. It it helps you um, build your first five minutes, and and then you'll probably sit with that for quite a while mm. to just rehearse it practice it in, in different venues because well having funny jokes is only half the battle it's the confidence to get up and tell what you think a funny joke exactly. and, and I personally I had terrible stage fright at the start oh. um, and it, I kept giving up to be honest um, but something kept dragging me back and uh, and I'm so glad I kept going with it because now I've kind of 
had a breakthrough and, and the confidence is no longer an issue at all. Yeah. No, that I mean, that's fantastic that you did because that is the one thing. It, it's like I say, I'm genuinely really, really interested in, in, in speaking to you because I've always been interested in stand-up comedy and my brother actually said to, said to me, this is a couple of years ago, we should go and do the Demovedy, you know, course, yeah. the stand-up comedy course. Absolutely no way. Not a chance mm. I can do it. I've got my five minutes set in my notes on my phone, ready to go. I don't think I would ever perform that. And isn't that weird because I'm talking live on the radio? But here's the thing. I was going to ask you, Liz, what Katie's just said, because me, when me and Katie are talking, we're not, you know, the only person that might storm, storm in and shout at us or react <laughs> is our boss. But we, mm. it's just two of us, three of us in the studio having fun. When you're on stage, you can see the reaction ASAP. Like, the first time you ever did it, what was that like for you? Well, to be honest, the first thing that, I, that struck me as unusual was people look at you very differently when you're about to tell jokes. There's real expectation in their <laughs> yeah. eyes. Make like, me laugh. Yeah, you don't see that in business meetings. They're just bored. And so there's this, like, real interest and, like, eagerness for you to make them laugh. And... and and I think that, that, you know, it wasn't intimidating. There was, because if you've written a good set, you know it's going to be funny. Mm. Um, so it isn't as bad as you think. Once you get going, it's just that initial getting on the stage. Once you're in it, it's like, oh, wow, this is amazing. They're laughing. Look at them. Oh, I couldn't Im- imagine that feeling. It must be amazing for you. It is. And that's when it gets addictive. And that's when you're like, you you know after a show it's very hard to wind down because you're you're kind of really wired and like if you've had a good show obviously if you've had a bad show yeah then you're very depressed <laughs> so it's a roller coaster of emotions comedy but now, very uh, um, rewarding yeah I bet it is rewarding I was looking on your Instagram actually and I saw that you posted a picture with Tony Woods who was in the country recently for the Dubai Comedy Festival um, uh-huh. now I saw him perform at the Dubai Comedy Festival down at the Madna Amphitheatre and yeah. it it was a shame because he wasn't supposed to be headlining that night. So it was a very different audience. And the headliner, unfortunately, I still don't know why, but wasn't there. So he was yeah. brought into headline and he absolutely bombed, even though he was hilarious. Um, now, do you think, I don't know that he bombed. Uh, I think he knew exactly what he was doing because I saw that show. And Interesting, because I was going to ask you about it. I thought he handled it really well. You can tell that he's a seasoned comedian and he was like, yeah. do you know what? I'm enjoying myself. I'm in Dubai. It sort of doesn't really matter. But, well, the reason I say he bombed, I guess, is because I didn't think people were laughing at him. So interesting. What What was your take on that? I think that he knew exactly what he's doing. It's an act where he pretends he's bombing and it confuses the audience. So they think, oh, no, he's having a bad time. But actually... He's just playing them along in a different way. That's so clever. It is very clever. Yeah. Interesting, but it's so good, and I love what what uh, you know. I love the Laughter Factory and the comedy the comedy festival and what everybody does. So, would you like to hear some of um, the jokes that have been sent in from our lovely, lovely listeners? Definitely, that'd be good. Okay, here we go. Some, and and you can let me know on the delivery if it's right. <laughs> <clears throat> They're mainly dad jokes, of course. Um, it says, uh, "What did the drummer call his twin girls? Anna one, Anna two. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's that not is bad. Great. Not bad. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, Liz, feel free to uh, help her with the delivery as well. Anytime I you, you like. were going to say, or oh, hang up, <laughs> Liz. Feel free to just hang up at any time. It's totally fine. Um, uh, Priya sent this in. Why did the scarecrow win an award? 
Because? Because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, That's actually oh, a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, come on, guys. Tough crowd. <laughs> Fine. Um, here's this. Emma said, one dolphin bumped into the other. And the dolphin said, did you do that on Poi Pois? <laughs> Liz, you don't have to laugh. I'm not laughing. Don't, don't, don't force yourself. <laughs> I'm laughing. So good. Right, OK. So, Liz, what is the secret then of telling the perfect joke? Well, um, I think a good joke um, is something that's tightly written and where you don't see the punchlines coming. Now, I don't know if that applies to the ones you've just said. Um, but <laughs> How dare you? I mean, they weren't mine. I'm just defending my lovely, lovely, lovely listeners. <laughs> but personally, I like jokes that make you think a little bit, um, but are really stupid as well. They don't, they're not the preachy ones and have a message. Now, a bad joke, I would say, is one where there's lots of extraneous detail and information. They're really wordy. Mm. And often new comics make a, make a mistake of thinking that swearing is what makes a joke funny. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate that. Same. I hate yeah. that. That's why... That happens a lot. But a joke needs to be funny without swear words. Absolutely. Otherwise, it's not a funny joke. Right? Yeah, interesting. I mean, saying that, I'm a huge fan of Billy Connolly, and we know that he's a little bit blue. <laughs> um, but I, I love Peter Kay, obviously a very famous British comic. And he yeah. would, if, he's, if he said a bad word, he would... Oh, Bit of blue for the dads, bit of blue for the dads. And it's true, isn't it? And it's such a shame that they feel they have to resort to that, I suppose. what? Um, who are your sort of comedy inspirations? Um, in, well, I, I kind of grew up listening to the comedy on the radio in the UK. I'm showing my age a bit there. Not at all. Um, I still listen to Radio 4 Comedy Hour. Yeah, exactly. So those kind of people, so, you know, Joe Brand, you know, yeah. Um, Paul Merton, kind of the miserable ones, to be honest. Which <laughs> Everyone who was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Exactly, yeah, all of that lot. And then and then of the younger ones, I'd say I like Sarah Millican. She's um, great. Nikki Flanagan. And, and if we're looking at America, Bill Burr and Michelle Wolfe. I don't know if you saw her when she came over. Um, I didn't, no, and, I, uh, and I, someone said that they were amazing. Yeah, really good. I love stuff like that. I just, I, I've got a real, um, I have a real respect for it. Because like you said, uh, Poonam, I'm sorry, I was going to call you Priya because I was just reading that text there. Poonam, with regards to having that courage to get up on stage in front of those people where they could literally yeah, not respond with anything. Because my friend did it for a stand-up <laughs> and um, I, we all went to support her and I really felt you know, for her. And I was like, please let people just laugh in front of her. But you've done a five minutes. You've got your five minute script ready. Me? Yeah, I want to hear it one day. No way. No one is is ever hearing that. I'm the person that thinks they're really funny. And I know that when I deliver it, it won't be funny. It's not going to happen, Liz. Liz, um, where can we see you out and about in the UAE? Well, I perform all over Dubai. The comedy is booming at the minute, but as luck would have it, I'm actually launching a new comedy night tomorrow night at Phileas Fogg in the Montgomery Golf Club, um, the Word of Mouth Comedy Club, it's called, and uh, it's going to be a wonderful night, free to attend, so everyone's welcome. Are you joking? Along. Free to attend? Have some laughs. Oh, yeah. I'm coming yeah. down. Okay, I'm coming down. I'm going to send you a message on Instagram right away. I I love comedy nights. and Free to attend. That's amazing. Liz Baines, you've been absolutely wonderful. And we'll see you tomorrow night at uh, at your word word of mouth comedy night. Awesome. See you then. Take care. Lots of love. I love her. I love 
comedy nights and this one's free. I think you need to go up on the stage tomorrow with Liz. <laughs> you can, actually, I'm not going to even say that I'm going. That's because otherwise you're going to yeah. stitch me up. Absolutely not. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Good afternoon. I'm excited because the uh, the Fridge Concert Series Summer Special has kicked off again. Now, Poonam, do you know about the Fridge? Oh, yeah, I love it. I love the Fridge. If you haven't heard from them, um, I've heard from them, <laughs> heard about them, they do wonderful things for the music and art scene in the UAE. So the concert series, the summer special kicking off is brilliant. And we have got tonight's headliner on the phone. Well, actually, on Microsoft Teams. And the reason I know that is because he was sitting there all casual just a minute ago. And now he's put on his sunglasses just especially for this. Hello, Suerte. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you very much. You look very cool. Thank you. You look awesome too. You are lying. But enough of that. That's absolutely fine. Hey, Puno. Uh, hey, on. sweetie. How are you doing? Long time no see. I know. I know. Have I, uh, have I interrupted something, guys? Yes. Is there something I should know yeah, about? Yeah, Casey, just be quiet. means we're to have a, a few years to catch up on. Oh, crikey. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, you two go ahead. So, so okay, <laughs> let's start this interview, right? I had no idea that you um, were born in Indonesia and you had one of the most popular rap groups called The Southsiders. Tell me about that. I didn't know this about you. All I know is that you're a sound engineer and we used to work together. Yeah, so in Indonesia, um, I was born and raised in Indonesia uh, around the age of 13. I, I started doing music and I started this group called The Southsiders over there because we were from the south side of Jakarta. And um, back then, the only way that you could perform was joining these, like, performance competitions. It was kind of like America's Got Talent like that. And um, we won two of them and then got invited to go on tour with this uh, pretty big Indonesian R&B singer at the time. Um, and this, this all happened by, by the time I was, like, 14 years old. And I was, I was wow. uh, performing and going on tour in Indonesia. Um, and that was really, really exciting. That kind of kicked things off for me. That's amazing. That young as yeah. well. Did you, you know, yeah. growing up in and around Indonesia, and forgive my um, naivety, if you like, or ignorance, what kind of music were you listening to when you grew up at an earlier stage? And what kind of, you know, who inspired you back then? Oh, a lot of Indonesian musicians, actually. I listened to a lot of Indonesian uh, music growing up. You know, uh, the music industry and culture in Indonesia is so big. It's so rich. Um, it goes back, you know, really, really far. And, and mm. yeah, it, it was tough getting, getting music from the West, uh, into Indonesia at that time. So <laughs> my inspiration to be a rapper and stuff was actually Indonesian rap artists. Like those were the guys that inspired me, which is, which is really funny. Whenever I do interviews over here, other rap artists, you know, will, will say, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, and all these things. And then I'm just like, yeah, I, I was inspired by Iwake from Indonesia. <laughs> well, it seems to have done <laughs> um, you a trick. Indonesian rap artists were my idols when I was growing up, and they still are. Yeah, brilliant. And that, that does uh, certainly not a bad thing whatsoever. And it's, that's the thing that's uh, amazing about the UAE anyway, and obviously we thank The Fridge for things like this, is bringing us different music from all around the world, all together at the fridge. Now, I know that you've got a brand new single out, and it's with, um, I'm going to claim him as a friend of mine. It's actually through a friend of a friend of a friend, but I do know him. Tim Hassel is in, is on the, the single as well. 
Yeah, that is He's true. He's everybody's friend. Yeah, that an is an amazing true. person. <laughs> it is so true. talented. Um, so this um, new single is called "That's Just the Thing." I've actually got a little clip, and we're going to play it for you right now. Give me two seconds. What love is floating on a breeze till it hits with destiny. Yeah, uh, you're too prone and destructive. I sweep you off your feet, your rescue is the death of me. Yeah, uh, I see your shadow just ahead of me. Poetically set against the I like that fusion. That's a weird way to use the word fusion. No, I, I do fusion music, and so I like it. That's really cool. It's a real toe tapper, that one. I sound really old when I say that, don't I? Do you? <laughs> We are old, don't worry about that. So I say, you, I know that you're a sound engineer, of course, because we work together. Do you... Uh, You've mentioned you, that already, did you, I know, I'm just repeating it yeah. in case you didn't Is there something that we need to know? No? No, no the sound oh, engineer right, twice. Right, right, <laughs> Carry no, on. As in, do you write, produce all this material yourself and work and produce for other people too as a sound engineer? Um. Yeah, I kind of... I juggle a lot of different hats, but I try not to wear too many hats Mm -hmm. on on a project you know so i'll kind of pick and choose like what roles i want to play so in this one i wanted to just focus on being uh an artist and a bit of the composer um because tim tim actually came to me with the idea of the song and and the riff and um when i heard it i was like oh my god i love this i want to reach out to these two other producers that we we should work with um, because i know that they'll do an amazing job with the song and one of them uh, had his own studio. He's a sound engineer as well. So we went to the, we went and met in his studio all together. And over the course of two weeks, we 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 made the song, the song that you that you just heard. It's amazing. Um, and where can people find the yes. song? It, I, I wear different hats, you know, depending on on what I feel I need to do with the project. No, I'm not surprised. With the with the new track, that's just the thing. Where can people download it, stream it? It is going to be live absolutely everywhere on Friday on your favorite streaming platform, um, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, everywhere. That's amazing. I love that local up-and-coming talent. It's very, very exciting. Um, Tell us quickly about your mini mixtape series. Oh, okay. So that was uh, that was really interesting. Um, so I'm part of a group here called The Recipe. We've been we've been quite active for over ten years. Yeah, I know we celebrated that. our ten year anniversary uh, uh, in 2019. We're still going strong, um, but being a group, we're also individuals. And in between working on our group projects, uh, you know, we we wanted to keep doing things as solo artists. And the mini mixtape series was probably the first solo project that I did since coming to Dubai um, and the whole idea was to sort of exercise my um, improvisation muscle so what I did was I went into this I went into the studio and I would just hit record and freestyle whatever came to mind and you know a lot of it was was really bad but thankfully <laughs> some of it was really good and I just kept doing that and and I kept I, I kept all the bits that I liked, and that's how I wrote the songs, and uh, that's what the mini mixtape series uh, turned out to be. I love that. It sounds so, so creative. Thank you, Suerte, so much for coming on and telling us all about it. Tell us where and what time and how much tickets are and everything for tonight's gig. Oh, so tonight, the show, doors open at 7.30, show starts at 8 o'clock. Um, there's still tickets online. There are tickets on the door as well. There are 80 dirhams. 
Um, it's an exciting lineup. I can't wait to see the people that are opening for me. Um, there's Beatbox Ray, who's not just a beatbox champion. He's an amazing, talented musician. Then we have the first ever performance of this up-and-coming uh, rap group called uh, PLG. That's uh, Tack and Jimmy Foreign. It's their first ever show together. Um, and I'm really excited to see that. I know a lot of people are. And then right after them, you get to see me. Yes, that sounds absolutely amazing. Swerty, thank you so much. And we wish you the best of luck with the single when it comes out on Friday. Ew, thank you for having me. Thank you. Have fun tonight. Now, don't forget, you can go down there. It's the Fridge. It's the concert. The, uh, sorry, the Fridge Concert Series Summer Special. And we're going to be chatting to more artists every single week.